Forensic odontology. A branch of forensic medicine used when dealing with teeth and marks left by teeth. Generally, this position is in high demand and it is very useful. Not only can forensic odontologists identify human remains using the teeth, but they can also determine lifestyle and if the person had ever had dental malpractice. The more dodgy use of forensic odontology, however, is using bite marks to identify a suspect in a crime. Sure, this branch of forensics was very useful with the Ted Bundy case, and it was instrumental in convicting him, but it wasn't always foolproof. In cases like LaVon Brooks and Kennedy Brewer, when the bite marks were, and I quote, indeed, and without a doubt, made by these two men, bite mark analysis got a little less trustworthy. On September 15th, 1990, the Smith family would lose their beloved Courtney Smith. She was a beautiful three-year-old girl that lived in Brooksville, Mississippi, with her mama and two sisters, ages five and one. Courtney would often sleep with her two sisters in their bed that was right next to a window. When her older sister woke up the next morning, she asked her mama if Courtney was with her, and her mama thought that Courtney was with her. This got everyone searching for Courtney, and when police found her two days later, she was in a pond close to home with lots of marks on her body. She was sexually assaulted and murdered, and she had potential bite mark on her wrist. Trying to find the perpetrator, the police got a popular kids' TV show host named Uncle Bunky to question the older sister. One thing led to another with the questioning, and the police were led to LaVon Brooks, an ex-boyfriend of Courtney's mother. He was questioned thereafter, and his alibi was good, but it did not exonerate him. He was working late at the bar until 1.30 a.m., but Courtney was abducted from around midnight to the potential of 3 a.m. A forensic dentist named Dr. Michael West was brought in to analyze Courtney's wrist. With Dr. West's note of the bite mark matching Brooke's teeth to the mark on Courtney's wrist, he was convicted and given jail in 1992, January 1992. LaVon Brooks had given up hope many years into his sentence, but he eventually got a message from the Innocence Project asking him if they could help. The Innocence Project is a nonprofit legal organization that is committed to exonerating the wrongly convicted. They found LaVon Brooks's case due to their investigation on a man named Kennedy Brewer. Almost the exact same crime occurred with Brewer. Three-year-old Christine Jackson was taken from her home late at night, four months after Brooks was convicted. She was found with numerous marks on her body, and she was, too, sexually assaulted and murdered. The same forensic dentist, Dr. West, worked on this case as well. Dr. West was discredited between Brooks's case and Brewer's case, but he was still utilized. He found that these marks were bite marks, and that they were indeed, and without a doubt, made by Kennedy Brewer's top two teeth. The defense used the famous dentist and founder of the American Board of Forensic Odontology, Dr. Suveron. You may recognize the name because Dr. Suveron was one of the dentists used in the Ted Bundy case.
He contested that the marks on the body were not bite marks, but insect marks, due to laying in a pond for so long. Brewer was yet given the death sentence and was sitting on death row for seven years when the Innocence Project finally got his letters. There was DNA evidence that was not utilized during Brewer's initial case, and when the Innocence Project stepped in, they used the rape kit of Christine Jackson to exonerate Brewer. Sadly, the rape kit of Courtney Smith was handled poorly during the Brooks case, and the Innocence Project needed to find something else to free Brooks of the guilt. They looked at suspects from both of the crimes and came across a Justin Johnson who was a suspect for both Brooks' case and Brewer's case. Another round of DNA testing from the kit matched it to Johnson. When questioned, he reluctantly admitted to both of the crimes and blamed them on the drugs that he was high off of during both of those nights. Johnson, however, was adamant about not biting either of the two girls. Following Johnson's conviction, there was another trial where both Brooks and Brewer were freed. They were freed February 15, 2008, and were officially cleared on March 13th of the same year. Though justice is not always served in our judicial system, there was a lot of justice at the end of these cases. Not only were Brooks and Brewer both exonerated of their crimes, but Dr. Hain, the medical examiner at the time, and Dr. West, the odontologist used in both of the cases, were both discredited. Though bite mark analysis was very crucial with the Ted Bundy case, you can now see that it is not an exact science. You can look at the bruises and the marks and look and see the double horseshoe pattern of a bite mark, but it's not always who you think it is. It's better used for taking a person out of guilt, but in these two cases, it poured the guilt on both of them. These cases were so famous because after Ted Bundy, the law thought that forensic odontology was best used for bite mark analysis. Now we know better. As always, thank you for listening.